There's no hoppers like show hoppers like no hoppers we know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season Three, Episode Nine, Thirty. I said that very strangely. Thirty. That's a little bit better. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, watching Only Murders in the Building Season 3 for the first time because it is new on Hulu, and I'm doing so with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Kurt, want to go halves on a New Yorker digital subscription? Sure, but I want to keep the tote. Deal. Re- really? Yeah, you can have the tote. I got so many <laughs> totes, I don't even know what to do with them all. <laughs> Dude, I'll take some totes. I'll, I'll grab more totes. You can never totes. have too many totes, I feel like. I will a hundred if you're serious, I will gladly take your totes. But I don't think you'll give me them. I don't think you will, because you say that, but no one ever wants to give up a tote. No one. No one. Your totes can't have enough totes. <laughs> Called you right on it. Well, I, I, I also have to say it took me an embarrassing long amount of time to realize why this was named 30 after watching. Really? I, I was thinking about I was like, why is this named 30 though? I don't remember. I, I'm like, huh. I there don't are two know reasons, why. actually. Two. Yes. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> do you not know this? The, what, what do you? Why do you think it's called third? Oh, now I don't want to reveal. I want to. I want to pretend like I know the other one now. Okay. I, <laughs> if I say it, then you'll know which one I didn't know. Oh well, yeah, I know. Well, exactly. Tell me. Tell me the two, and I'll. And I'll pretend. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why? You tell me the one you well, know, and I'll tell you the other one. Well, now that I think about it, I I understand both. I know why I'm. Yeah, yeah, I right. get both reasons. Yeah, okay, <laughs> no, okay, sure. yeah. no, it's because it's Mabel's thirtieth birthday. That is one of the reasons. I feel probably the easier one because I have no idea what the, the other one. The is. other reason is because uh, they are deeply investigating the thirty minutes prior to curtain. Oh, okay. So, the, so KT says it in her uh, interview with the police. Like they're they're supposed to be thir- thirty minutes, boots on the ground. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's late. Okay, yes, I do. And everything that, that they see, uh, that they like revisit in flashback, is within that thirty minutes. I guess. Although I would argue that niches get stitches. That part out of that time frame. But they didn't see that in. They didn't see that on the recordings. That that wasn't part That's of the true. interviews. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. So, without any further ado, let's guess each other's ratings. Ratings. Kurt, I'm worried that I may have spoiled this episode for you. <laughs> is that a humble brag, or is that That's a, a humble, humble brag? <laughs> it's a humble brag. <laughs> I'm worried that that you saw the episode as lackluster because we already knew most of this. I guess we didn't know the motive of behind. I I, I did have that wrong. That. Uh, they were trying to pull up producers and drum up support for the show by killing Ben to bring him back and re- and reopen the show to much fanfare. I, I still could so, be. We don't know the tr- like we know the motive that that they think it is. That's true. That is true. But uh, I guess for that matter, we don't really know if any of this happened. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, I was, was going to make that point later. Yeah, like, this. Oh, this is all um conjecture. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if you love that part of it that this is conjecture. I do think you liked the style of it. I think you liked seeing them uh, kind of viewing the past like actually physically there. So, I think you kind of liked that. I think you liked the style of the the interviews and and reliving that those moments before opening night. Uh I I think you're over the moon that Sue from Ozark is in this episode. <laughs> I am about the F four. So I know you are too. Oh, I'm so over the moon. This <laughs> I, 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 was I so saw so her and I was, she's so familiar. And it took me like longer than it should have. So I was like, who is this? I'm like, I, oh, 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 <laughs> I, was, I was so excited. Folks, she's Trixie in this, yeah. in this episode, but she's a character on Ozark. Arguably only, the best character oh. for time taken. <laughs> certainly my favorite character to impersonate and and i think undeniably the funniest character in ozark mm-hmm. yeah so all right so i think you're over the moon about that but i you know i think i do think i kind of spoiled it for you so i don't think you loved this episode as much as you would have if, we, <laughs> if i never brought any of that up so i say you gave it a nine since you saw how right you were <laughs> about the poisoning 
and the cookies <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, I think uh, I think they made you over the moon. That that's a positive to you, not a negative. You were you were giddy to see you being right. Uh, I I don't know how other people on the Reddit or in the community. I know you check that out more than I do. I know we both you know, thought of the cookies you know thing. That I one tell you that, that this is a, I, nobody was talking about the cookies as far as really? I can tell. Like when I posted the thing about the cookies, which was after we first saw the dressing room footage. Mm-hmm. I I mean I searched the Reddit for any mention of cookies or dressing room, and there was nothing. So I, I, as far as I know, I was the first person in the subreddit to post about the cookies. Congratulations. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, but I, I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up on it too much since then. There, the theories are just so out there. <laughs> the twin theory. I mean, there's a whole there's a mouthwash theory now, like with the 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 breath mint the spray that oliver like jumped into like there's so much out there it's like impossible to keep up on but i i could not find anybody talking about the cookies after that episode now maybe they have since i have like i said i haven't really been following it and i have no idea what anybody's saying about this episode because there's a 24-hour moratorium on posts about the episode you can't make posts in the subreddit for 24 hours after the episode drops so i haven't been there today um and we're recording this the day after the episode dropped so mm-hmm. okay well i i think you're very glad to see don as the potential poisoner conjecturally uh you like the style i think that's certainly a case it's either a nine or a ten from you i don't think you like it as much as last episode it, it comes down to is the fact that you kind of predicted it right ups, like make it worse for you and i mean I think you gave it a ten. I think you were. I th- I think you were chucked to bits by it. Okay, chucked to bits. However, that British saying goes. <laughs> I, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you gave but, it a ten. That's what I'll say. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I I did not give it a ten. I gave it a nine. Uh, and a lot of it is because I feel like I already knew all this. <laughs> now, see what you said. I gave it a ten. Did you? I did. I, I similar to last episode. No, wait, I'm thinking something else. I, I thought about giving it a nine, uh, but I was yeah, I, I really enjoyed it throughout. And while I did kind of tell where the story was going, I still really enjoyed it. So it was look, it, it was it was well done. And I, I think this will be an interesting incident report. Uh, whenever we get to it, I think it'll be an interesting one. You might not yeah. feel that way, but I well, I, I, I do feel that way, and here's why. And this is one of the reasons why I give this a nine and not a ten is because uh, did, i don't know if you, did you i'm sure you caught it but when oliver asked for dip did you know what kind of dip charles has in his refrigerator oh you do, you don't know no, you i don't what it. is it no nor norwegian red herring okay yes yes <laughs> so so i'm very worried that all of this episode is just for nothing since it is really i mean literally just that it's like their opinion man it's it, it's it's all conjecture like <laughs> they're That's hearing i think of it. <laughs> they're, they're hearing the evidence they're hearing you know the testimonies but the, i mean they're and one of the things I, I i love the style of this episode i love seeing them in in the flashbacks but as I'm watching the flashbacks, I'm like, how the hell do they know all this? Oh, I don't worry about that. I don't want to worry about those. Fine. I just think about that's what they're imagining in their minds. And we're just right. Exactly. Out. But why, like, how how are they imagining this? Like, they're imagining this in their mind, but it's presented to us as though or, it's fact. And I don't well, really it, two, love one or two ways. It, it's <clears throat> was what they mentioned in their minds, but I also imagine it's them watching the inner. Like, we only see a little bit of the interrogations, but yeah, the rest of what we're seeing is from that interrogation, like voice that. Yeah. Yeah. But we just yeah, don't see the rest I, of the interrogation. We just kind of see it acted out. That's fair enough. I, I, so at least that's big, what I rectified the, in my head. But the big, the big uh, get that they they get out of this, out of these interviews, is that they think Donna poisoned Ben. Mm-hmm. But they only have like that bit about Donna telling him to, you know, go be nice to Ben and do whatever you need to do to get out there on the stage. Like, and she they bought cookies. That, but they well okay but they only have the bit I just said from Donna so there's no yeah. way she testified to all that that she said all that stuff there's no way maybe Ben said that <laughs> but it would be nice that'd be nice but so anyway I, I don't know 
I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling that this whole episode is for nothing. I, I agree with that. So, yeah. And, and that, I, I don't love that. So, so you don't like being wrong. I, well, no, I get the reason you're saying that. that they've, they've kind of built into this very logical answer. But yeah. first of all, they display it, and I don't know, we keep saying conjecture, but you know, that's like it's it's not actual evidence what we're seeing here. No, it's that not. proves it's, it's Donna, es- especially everything that happens in Ben's dressing room. Yes, that all of that is is as far as you can tell, fictionalized in their heads. The conversation yeah. between Donna and Ben is fictionalized because yeah. it. The only other person that could have gotten it, unless someone overheard it, but I don't think that happened. With I don't, I don't think that's what happened. Is from Donna telling them, right? But Donna wouldn't tell if she's a murderer. She, you know, she's right. probably a very unreliable witness. So yeah, it, it's yeah. They're they're presenting the two most important things they're presenting is what goes on in Ben's dressing room and what goes on in Katie's office, and we can't possibly know that that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like anyone could have pointed that Donna was in the office yeah. or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I don't I don't love that they're probably going to recant all of this next episode. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe they won't because sometimes sometimes I think this show is really like playing 4D chess with with its audience, and then they're sometimes good. I, good I think it's yeah. like really surface level. So. <laughs> so i don't know maybe, i'll, I'll maybe. wait till next episode i'll tell you what i will lower this episode rating if i if i feel as though this episode was much less just a red herring yes yeah okay but that 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 will come after i see next episode that's a good point honestly and i might raise I enjoyed this it episode for what it is. i enjoyed it for what it is but i will uh-huh. i will certainly lower it if i okay yeah. and that and honestly i might raise this episode if it turns <laughs> out that this is all real so, yeah okay well fair yeah <laughs> Two uh, so, sides. yeah exactly and honestly there's there really is no way to know what went on in ben's dressing room like i guess we could know whether donna put a poison cookie in there or not she could confess to that i suppose but but we can't know that ben wrote that on the mirror we can't know it for certain i mean that's what i've been saying for weeks but but <laughs> no, we can't right. know that for certain I wonder if you could print. Oh, you could maybe go back to Joy and see if you can like get prints off the uh, lipstick. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, they never did get the fingerprinted. Ridiculous! How do they not get that fingerprint? <laughs> anyway, uh, but but honestly, like it's it's a really cool episode. I did really enjoy it. Uh, so I, I, it's definitely worth a nine, and it it could be worth a ten if this all proves to be true, which it might be. There's only one episode left. It is. Uh, it, is this going to be Donna's perspective, and we'll see her, her rationale and like the the evil side? Because here, here's what yeah. I think you might be right about, Mister Sal. She could have been the one that poisoned him, but she's still not the not, killer. Exactly. And that's what's going to be the final episode is going to be about. That's, in which case, that, yes, because because they've got her pegged for both right now. Yeah, and maybe that's the red herring that the, the that's what I she's, that's she's what the I poisoner, think be, yeah. but not the not the pusher. So yeah, and and that I'm a hundred percent on board with that. That that would be. It's a good red herring. Yeah, that would be a good red herring. Okay, so you gave it a 10. I gave it a 9. Both of us are willing to change it depending on next episode. <laughs> <laughs> next episode rides a lot on it. And it's a murder mystery. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I'd, I'm really interested to know your favorite scene then. <laughs> As am I with you. Favorite scenes. Okay, I... I we gotta, we, we gotta clear something up here. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, yeah. What's we define what a seat is now? Yep. <laughs> because uh, this is, I mean, I've thought about this for a long time after watching this episode. Really? Like, what counts as a scene from those interrogations? Is it like from commercial break to commercial break, or is it nah. like each individual flashback nah. or each individual interview? <laughs> Like, no. or is it the whole? I'm a purist. It's the whole scene. thing. The whole thing. The whole the... thing that means a scene. Well, then that's your favorite scene. Yes, and for you too. <laughs> it's not my favorite scene. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I set you yes. up for that, didn't I? Okay. You did. That's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> it is your favorite scene, though, right? It is. It is. But I don't want to explain it all. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. We'll go through it in the recap. We don't have to talk about that. But I, I consider that all one seed. I don't blame you. And honestly, I think there's a fair argument that could be made for that. So. But I thought about the same thing. I was like, oh, I was watching. I was like, do I? Are, are each of these like flashbacks another scene? I'm like, no, because they keep, you know, they're, they're, it's all one big flow of thought. And they're, yeah, it is. Thinking, I'm like, this is not, this is definitely not the scene cut. And then they do do like the commercial break fade out. Right, like, oh. right. Maybe that, but no, they come back and are still right on the same thing. Like, I, I I, I, normally, I wouldn't count commercial breaks as scene breaks necessarily. I know. So, see, I did, I did split the scene there in my mind, but I understand why you wouldn't. Normally, so, I wouldn't. I mean, in this case, uh, I, I definitely could have, but I was, no, yeah. normally I wouldn't. So, I guess I should probably pick that as my favorite scene because it is like a third of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, a large portion of the episode. So I probably should with all the cool flashback stuff. But you know what? I'm still not going to because Big Sue fan. Because when Sue from <laughs> Ozark is in an episode of Only Murders in the Building. That can't help but be my favorite scene. I don't blame you either. For that scene, I after that scene, I wrote that, you know, I, I write down favorite scenes. I wrote down that yep. scene, and then I wrote down the huge scene. <laughs> it is so good. I I love the scene anyway, because, okay, the reason what I What do you consider scene, it starting, can I ask? Is I consider it, it starting from, they... yeah, I th- from they show up with the ladder, and they, <laughs> okay. they have the argument between, about whether, what, what, what gets you better access, having a ladder or crying? <laughs> It's a great, great argument to have. Uh, I always heard clipboard and hard hat. Like if you come, work too. Yeah, you come in with a vest. clipboard and a hard hat with a vest, yeah, then then you're you're in. But um, I've heard of the Al- ladder one too. Alvarez's <laughs> ladder. And by the way, this ladder. <laughs> it's, it's so hysterical. It's not like a useful ladder. No, it's not. It's like some like prop ladder thing. Like you can't actually use that ladder. It's clearly super light, and it's not like a. <laughs> And it's like just stand straight up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't like you can't like climb that ladder. Well, oh god, I love it. So anyway, uh, the, the, the this argument is great. It's great, but they think that this um, I guess it's a, a knitting fabric sewing store is a front for a brothel. Mm-hmm. And they, but they when they get into the back. Oh, by the way, the best way to get access is just ask to use the bathroom. Apparently, yeah. So when they get to the back, it's these five elderly women sewing, and and Sue is one of them. Fantastic! I really should learn her name. It's Why Trixie. don't I know? No, I know Trixie, but I, I should learn the actress. Oh, the actress. Name. Yeah, I feel really Sue. bad. <laughs> She's always Sue in my mind. But it's funny because I did. I have seen her in stuff before Ozark, but anyway, um, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll get on IMDb while you're talking and look up her name. But in, in the meantime, uh, one of them is Sue. Ben did not go there for drugs and sex, like Dickie said. Ben went there because he was part of their sewing circle, which That's I think sweet. is it's hysterical and it's so sweet. And this is why I love the scene just as much as the fact that Sue is in it. I love it because my God, Ben is just adorable and endearing in the scene. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it, it's it goes back to what was it? The, it's the second episode, I think, where we we get the scene between Ben and Charles in his dressing room, where he, he tells him why he is the way he is because Charles fired him as an eight year old kid, and you see it so clearly here. Like he is vulnerable and he is insecure, and he does really want people to like him and he's thoughtful and kind and 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 he can't show anybody that except for these ladies it's it's cute and it's cool and i love it i don't anyway um so they helped him make those special personal hankies you know you, you thought he he just like ordered them on like mm-hmm. zazzle or something but no he handmade them with these women it's amazing it's so sweet and then he, he's, on, he's on the phone with them when oliver knocked on his dressing room door he, he was calling trixie to say that he was surrounded by people he couldn't trust and they're all out to get him so the reason I love the scene so much, two two things. First of all, Sue. Second of all, because uh, it reminded me a lot of why I loved episode two so much, because it humanizes Ben yes. a lot. This this whole episode goes a long way of doing that. It does, but but you can still like the other scenes with Ben. I still think, oh, he's such a jerk. He's such a jerk. He's such a even 
you know, when he, when Dickie quits, right? Mm-hmm. You, which I mean, he, he's he's hurting. He he is really hurt by this, but he doesn't, sh- he reaction, doesn't show it. His yeah. reaction is still a jerk reaction. But you know that under I I really like I give Paul Rudd a lot of credit because he he, he really this is, is the type so of role I don't really see. Him I know he's so good at, at playing vulnerable and lovable, and like over the top jerk, self righteous just nonsense so it, it's really it's really great so, so that's my why it's my favorite scene and sue has some some great lines in it <laughs> that i'm not going to give you his quotes because they're from my favorite scene so i'll just say them now because i like to talk like sue we miss him terribly and it's so hard to hear him like that and then i'm sorry we called you i don't remember what which which euphemism or not euphemism but which which slang term not slang term either. Which which derogatory term Oliver called him, but he apologizes for it. And she says, "Oh, that's all right. I used to be one." <laughs> it's so funny. That <laughs> was <great>. so funny. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love the scene so much. And and because I wasn't certain where we were going to cut the other one, I was like, ah, and because the other one might be, depending on how next episode goes, my least favorite scene. <laughs> I said, you know, I'm going to safely go with Sue. It's and, a safe and the pick. Sue's always yeah. a safe pick. Yeah. <laughs> oh really God, I love her. Ah. I'm glad. I'm that... glad she was here. I, I hope we see more of her in future, <laughs> uh, like seasons and episodes. I don't. Me too. Maybe. Oh, we haven't seen I'm... the fans in a while. I so. gotta go. I gotta go look on Cameo and see if she's there. Because now I want. <laughs> we've got Jackie Hoffman. Now I want her. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That would be a good one. Oh my God, she'd be amazing. She's been she's been in two of our series. Oh yes, please. Okay, so anyway, now your favorite scene. Do you want? Is there anything you do want to say about your favorite scene? Well, the the, the format of it I really enjoy, right? And yes. Even though it is still conjecture, I, I I love seeing the past with them there, observing it, saying their notes of it. Uh, but besides that, uh, no, there's nothing too particular I want to talk about now. No. Okay. Yeah, I, and I, I yeah, there there are so many details that we're going to have to talk about. I mean, it's 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 really amazing. I, I guess you can really break it down even though I consider it all one big scene. You can break it down into going through everyone's like interrogations. Okay? Yep. Cuz you, you do that, you end off with Donna and then um Howard comes in and whatnot. Oh, they learn it's her birthday, then Howard comes in. And then mm-hmm. they kind of piece it together. So it's, it's those three bits. <laughs> P- pun intended. So of of those three piece bits it together. together. <laughs> Happy birthday! I'd probably say the first part's my favorite. Just going through, seeing the interrogations, kind mm-hmm. of seeing the threat. Even though a lot of it we had already seen before, or we had yeah. guessed, like the cookie thing. It, it, it was nice seeing that, and I, I I love seeing um Ben. And we haven't seen a lot of Ben. So I kind of miss seeing him. I know we oh me too. Episode, but it's really nice seeing as much <laughs> of him as we did. And you're right, he's still a jerk, but even like actually this isn't the third part, but you know, when he when he talks about how much he hates himself and then he like he tries calling Trixie, you know, we see his end of trying to call and it makes me feel yeah. really bad for him. I'm like, oh yeah, that's so I know. I know. Well poor, when Charles like fakes tears for him, not like it tries to cry for him, mm-hmm. like everything he's saying I thought actually was pretty emotional. <laughs> like, yeah. It was yeah, it was it, it really does humanize Ben, and makes you feel it does bad for him. It does. So anyway, uh, Mary Louise Burke is her name. Mary Louise Burke, we love you so much. If you're listening to this, just know that we love you. And anytime <laughs> you want, you can be on this podcast. Anytime. Well, anytime. Not, well, we'll no, know. hey, <laughs> she, she wants to come on and talk about The Last of Us. That is fine by me. The Last of Us. <laughs> I, I, I was guess. just trying. I was trying to think of the show that she would fit the least into. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope she's in the Last of Us next season. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd love it. All right. Well, then, Kurt, it's time for your the the moment that you dread more than any other. It's time to play. Who said it? Who said it? I have to be honest here. I, I was really hoping. So one reason this wasn't the real reason why I wanted. Well, this wasn't the real reason why I wanted that whole one mega scene. 
but I would have been a nice benefit. Was I was hoping you would have picked that as your favorite scene, and then I yeah. have omitted so many potential uh, people from saying different lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really banking on that going into this. <laughs> so now I those would, are all for grabs, I, and, I was, I and I was assuming you're going to use a Sue line. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and I wanted to use a Sue line, but I was like, but no, I can't because it's my favorite scene. I wrote down all three of those because I was like, maybe I'll use one of these, but I can't. It's my favorite scene. Couldn't I mean, do you it. Still can. You still can. I mean, <laughs> I'll probably get it, but you can. Well, I will tell you this like, everything else, I, I did not pick a line from that scene. So you can eliminate that scene. Everything else is up for grabs, and it's. I'm not going to promise that I only picked one from the mega scene. That's fine. I fit, yeah, that's fine. That's fair. Okay. So here's what, here's the first one. This is what I consider to be the easiest one. That, many... I'll, give, I'll give you three. And the okay. third one, oh my God, I don't even know if it's fair, honestly. So we'll put a but handicap the, on that. Yeah, but the first one, I th- I consider this to be the easiest one. So let's see what you do with it. You ready? Yeah. I call them Benny Bites. Dicky to Loretta. That's right. Loretta talking notices. about stress hives. Yes, she notices the, very good. She notices the stress hives, and he calls them Benny bites. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I think it's pretty great. And I mean, this, for this flashback portion, because this, this is Dicky explaining to mm-hmm. Detective Williams. Then we see our um, trio watching their kind of flashback recap of it with a. Uh, he has a little bullet point for what he's going to do when he mm-hmm. quits. But then Ben comes over, rips the note away from him. Loretta leaves and, <laughs> you know, he reads it and realizes that Dickie's going to leave him. You know, he's heartbroken. Yeah. Loretta's driving a wedge between them. But Dickie is done catering with him. Uh, yeah. And, I, I mean, Ben says some hurtful stuff here. I, I, he calls oh, him like a lousy I'm... manager and yep. a lousier brother. And yep. he's a no-bro now. <laughs> yep. No more co-bro. Now he's no-bro. So, oh, yeah, it hurts, it, you know, I, but it's painful. I mean, Dickie could have, I maybe taken the sting off had pre- he presented the bullet points, but just seeing them raw, nah, yeah, finding out, it's like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that I, hurts, yeah, especially, yeah, especially with he's been his manager for so, his whole career, the brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a closer relationship than a typical employee like yeah. relationship. Absolutely. And you can kind of understand why when he came back from the dead and started apologizing to everyone, he got to Loretta and said a snake recognizes a snake and hissed at her. (laughs) So I guess you can kind of understand that. So, all right. So that's one. You're one for one. That was the hardest one, right? No, that was the easiest one. (laughs) Second one. Wow. This dialogue really lines up. Okay. So I know know the scene that's referring to. It's when Ben... And Loretta are kind of acting out their roles, and the lines really do line up. But I oh, don't yeah. remember whether Charles or Oliver say it. Oh, that's the that's <laughs> the only problem I have. I, I I know like they're watching the scene again in their flashbacky way. Ah, oh, so it's really a fifty fifty for me if which one said it. Um, <laughs> Oliver wrote it, so maybe he. I oh, man, it's really fifty fifty. I don't know whether Charles or Oliver said it. I, I I'm gonna go with them. Charles, it is Charles. Okay, That's nice. Right. I knew that hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Didn't even did. I, I looked like I was hesitating. That was just to make it more interesting. For you went listeners. from fifty fifty to hundred percent instantaneously. <laughs> Once you told you. me, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, she's saying things like, uh, "It's my job to protect him, even if to protect these children, even if he is of my flesh," and like it's. Uh, I, when she was saying it, it reminded me of last episode when she's exactly. singing, and you know, while Dickie's starting to get taken mm-hmm. away, and I was thinking that same thing, and then one of them said, "I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah." Glad they noticed too. Once, once again, you don't, you can't tell with Meryl Streep where uh, Loretta stops. Oh, I'm sorry, where the nanny stops and Loretta starts. Mm-hmm. Like she, she is delivering the lines, rehearsing. And transitions into reality, and we can't tell where the difference is. First of all, because of Meryl Streep. Second of all, because it's written very well to mm. to correspond with exactly what she's going through. Her her character, such a mom, and <laughs> she's playing a nanny. That's Reference right. to another series we're covering: People Shrinking. If you want yeah, to see a real good. mom, check that out. <laughs> That's right. She's such a mom. All right, you're two for two, but this is the hard one. I I, I mean. 
If you get this, I'll be very. That's two points. This is two points if I get this one. This is a two point. This is five. This is a two pointer. Yes. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't? What the heck? I know it's only it's only two words, but one of them is a contraction, so it's kind of three words. <laughs> it's kind of three words. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Is that the tone it said in? Yes. It's like <laughs> who wouldn't? Okay, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Decky didn't say that. Well, Ryder definitely didn't say that. Mabel, I, I, again, I see Charles and Oliver saying it. Howard potentially saying it. I don't think Ben said it. I don't think Donna Cliff said it. Tober didn't say it. Or sorry, Tober. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> KT didn't say it. Sorry, I forgot what the line was. Could you say it again? Who wouldn't? <laughs> I did not forget it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's two arguably three words. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I I kind of want to say. Oh man, I really don't, I, the thing is I don't even know the context. But that's, that's, I, mean, I guess I could skin through the scenes quickly. I, I don't really want to see it all day. The only of... reason I I picked it is because I I thought it was hilarious in the context. So, okay, wait, that might be a hint. Uh, it's kind what? of a hint. That's, that's kind of a hint. Who wouldn't? Okay. With that, with that hint, I will I will say it's when they're trying to dress up uh Mabel's gonna wear the bride's outfit and Oliver and Charles put on tuxedos. because uh, the the plan is who would stop who wouldn't like let people dressed up like that. Just yeah. get into wherever they need to go. So I'm gonna say that's the context, that's the scene, and Oliver says that. Ah, uh, no, I'm sorry. That is both of those things are wrong. <sighs> it is Charles again. I thought so. I'll say Charles again. Actually, I, <laughs> but I it is not that scene. Okay, well, I, I was knowing you were close. Dicky, right. where were you when Penn was pushed? I was wearing the Cobra suit and went out looking for oh. drugs and drugs and horse. He says, oh, who wouldn't? Says Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so okay. funny. That is funny. Uh, but I don't feel too bad about that one. That, that was a really rough one. That's, that might be the roughest one I've ever given you. That broke my streak. <clears throat> that was the roughest one you've given me. <laughs> yeah. So don't feel too bad about that one. But anyway, this scene. I was a little sad, saddened by this scene where they're interrogating Dickie because it does seem like he has a pretty rock solid alibi for, mm -hmm. for not Listen, pushing Ben down. Yeah, you've been saying up. for a while how oh, confident like, you were it was Dickie. I mean, the whole season. I think I had Tabra at number one for one episode. You, you've been saying Dickie for so long. Oh, man. Like so, last episode, you had him your number one. I didn't. I didn't even have him on my list. It does appear you jumped off at the right time. Although, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe not. I, I'm holding out some hope. That, oh, that, I, that if he's still on your much. list, you're coping, brother. You're coping. I know. I know. <laughs> he's not on my list anymore. Because <laughs> I do recognize that would be a cope but yeah so it was really it was really sad to me but uh they kind of joke about suspecting him like, of course we don't suspect you anymore we know you didn't do it but they just thought the cobra theft you know his ability to cover things up yeah that there, there was some some probable cause there but he he did cover something up. He covered up the blood work. I love that they explained this. Me too. And I again, I said that last episode. <laughs> yeah, and it, so, and it makes great sense. It does. Yeah, because there was other stuff that Ben wouldn't want getting out. So they, they like Jonathan a of and the doctor. There. Yeah, yes. they really wouldn't. So really good job on their parts for that Absolutely. With the explanation behind it. Absolutely, because the the we know that the what was it the leading man cocktail. Co yeah, included methamphetamine. So. Yeah, dash of meth. Yeah. So anyway, that so that makes sense. Anyway, uh, and when Ben was pushed, he was apparently at uh, what's the name of the Snitches Get Stitches, uh, looking for who he thought were five sex workers that Ben frequented every Thursday night. He even has a security camera photo. So anyway. They, the, the gang decides that they're going to go visit this brothel. 
And then that leads into a scene we've already talked about, my favorite scene. So, all right. Well, Kurt, not bad. Not bad. You Thank got you. the two right that you should have gotten right. And you, the only one you missed is the one that was probably I got the bonus anyway. wrong, but I got 100 yeah. on the so, path. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you can think of it that way. <laughs> you can think of it that way if you want. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. See, now, see how nice I am when you get one wrong? Yeah, because you, you, you gave me like an impossible one. Yeah. You've I've never given you one that hard before. Yes. Oh, I when I, when I gave you like a like a one word, two word one, two word, it was yeah. like it was like iconic central of the lines. That stuff. one, that one was not the unfair one. The most unfair one, I don't even remember it. Was like <laughs> it was like don't worry about it. Like that that was literally the quote. <laughs> don't worry about it, which could have been said by no, anybody. but, but that's iconic. But that's iconic though. Like that 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 I I was hoping. Would be your inner tech of hearing that going. Ugh. <laughs> oh god! Uh, because I'm pretty sure kind like four of, kind people. Kind of how it was reported about a dream. Not so you never double checked that. I've got it right so far. I haven't, <laughs> my, my wife and I haven't watched that episode yet together. When we watch it, I will be listening keenly for that. You should do. Please do because when you see oh, I'm right, going to. you'll see how you should have known that. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's enter the recap here. You know, we we probably should tell the listeners it's it's a shrinking episode that we haven't dropped yet. So it's a shrinking episode. They don't, don't go even... look through a whole uh, back catalog. Which episode is it in? I think it's three. Is it episode three? It's the it's the Gabby and Liz scene. Uh, three makes sense. I think it's three. It's three or four. It wasn't. It wasn't the Gabby and Liz scene. It, it ended up being Sean and. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I don't even remember the scene. <laughs> Uh, Wait. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was episode three. Anyway, whatever. Moving on. We're talking about only murders in the building here because that's the one I have control over, and I like control. Now, as we start two days before opening night, Mabel is dreaming about having triplets: Oliver, Charles, and a microphone. This was odd, but still was, pretty funny. <laughs> you know, Charles, Charles, and Oliver were very funny as babies. <laughs> well, it was just the sounds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> very very funny but i wonder if i should never do that again in a microphone it's a podcast it's a, podcast. <laughs> it's a, you've had a podcast anyway oliver has had a stint and is being sent home today now do you think we're done with the heart attack for now i i, I, think, I think it'll come I back and done you think it's done forever i, I think it's done <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think we brought some season. future seasons oh for this season yeah i think the, it's done for this season. done this season maybe future seasons but for now done all right okay, um and I'm and I'm fine with that now. It's it's checked off itself, and we're good. We we can check it off. <laughs> check off, check off, check off the check offs. Heart attack. Okay, the the podcasters recapture the magic as they recap what they know. They know the most important things from this are that Loretta is Dickie's mom. Ben was poisoned and pushed, or at least fell down in the elevator shaft, and Ben had a hanky. Those those are like the, the three key statements that they make in this little recap. Now, Oliver receives a package of Schmackery's cookies from Donna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this and, I took out of podcast. Oh, <laughs> Donna gives cookies. Yep, Donna gives cookies. And I, I even in my notes drew a face with a big circle for the mouth. Like, like a gap. Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we also receive, well, I, we don't, but Charles receives Joy's mother's wedding dress, which was supposed to be for their wedding, uh, but not a, it's not anymore. It took a very long time to get there, it seems. Anyway. I didn't even realize this until like the characters brought it up. They're like, wait, Joy's mother's still alive? <laughs> and her dad, too. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, he was going to walk her down the aisle. You know, it's funny because... I was thinking about this too. Were, was Charles? Charles was never married, was he? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I don't. And it sounds like Joy wasn't either. Huh? Anyway, they're off to see Dickie. And then we get uh, the scene where they interrogate or they interview Dickie. Uh, then we are on to Snitches Get Stitches, and then we're on to your favorite scene, which starts yeah. with KT, who was annoyed that Ben was late for his thirty-minute call. And she yelled at him. Now, let me tell you something. I've been in many, many plays, not on Broadway, but I've been in many plays and never have I had a call 
that was this late, this close to the performance time, well, half 30 an minutes hour? before. That is ridiculous. That's fine. When you're a pro, there. when you're a pro, Mr. Sal, like these guys, all you all you really need is ten minutes. The makeup honest. alone probably takes more than thirty minutes if it's no. done professionally. Come no. on, no, this you, is, when when you got professional makeup artists, all they is, need is one minute. There are people in the theater. There are there's audience in the theater half an hour before the show. <laughs> so I, I I find this very hard to believe, but whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll just really most Broadway actors, Mr. Style, as you know, they actually just come right in about two minutes before the show. They just go right on the stage. <laughs> they go right on the stage. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right off the street. Home. Yeah. And yep. <laughs> Sometimes they have their jeans on. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So uh, KT yelled at Ben for being late. Cliff offered him some the schmackery special ordered by Donna, but mm-hmm. Ben was fasting, and Ben asked him to check on his five guests now dickie we, we already talked about this was annoyed that ben was late and loretta encouraged him to leave him we already talked about that scene so i'll skip that howard Not a whole scene that's just a, a five. this is all one scene all scene yeah all right yes, sorry the uh, clip How's this, is that? The, this is the giga scene <laughs> oh yes okay howard heard the shredder in kt's locked office and by the way he's still working on piecing things together <laughs> uh, oh yeah the whole howard bit was pretty funny <laughs> it, it was it was very very funny i loved it all right howard uh we already talked about that loretta we've already talked about their altercation Ben and uh, Loretta, Charles punches Ben for good reason, by the way. Joy then touched up Ben's face. And then we have Donna. Donna gave Cliff a pep talk and then told Ben to get to his dressing room because he looked like hell. Do whatever it takes to get ready to go on that stage. Be nice to Ben. Before he gets in there, though, Tobert catches up to him trying to get some footage. But Ben calls the whole thing off and takes his camera. Seems like he has fired Tobert. Hmm. Ah, oh, that could be interesting. Tobert could, it seems like a documentarian scorned. Oh, nothing bad can happen from that. <laughs> no, nothing. Charles then sees the whole picture. Now, Ben was beaten at every turn 30 minutes before his Broadway debut. Ben's the one who needed the hanky to cry into. And Charles tries to cry, but is having trouble <laughs> mustering the tears. It's hard to cry sometimes, Mr. Sal. Yeah. Well, the trio <laughs> looks back upon their own regrets. Oh, wait. I, I just want to stop there. I meant to say this before when, when we were talking about the ladder and the crying stuff. I mean, here, yeah. this is another reference to Charles crying. But the fact he cries a single tear, he said. Mm-hmm. No. No sympathy for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, <laughs> if I saw that, I wouldn't make me more emotional. It would anger me. Yeah, you're weird like that. I, I think the single like tear that. thing is fine. No, a single tear I like, thing. I like the that. single tear thing. <laughs> single tear to me. I don't know. It's it's too overplayed. <laughs> okay. I don't know how, how often in your life do you see someone with a single tear. I mean, I've done it myself several times. Yeah, so. sure. Yeah, the single tear. Yeah, no, not, maybe it, it comes. It, it, it might come like two tears or three tears, not a single tear. Okay. Tears don't. How do tears you know? at least come in pairs? You got two how tear do you know? How do you know? that there's not more tears to follow and they just cut away before you saw them. The, 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 console yourself wow. with that, Kurt. It, you, know, you, know, you, know what that, you know what it's like? Wait, this goes to you two listeners. I might talk to, you the, talk to you about this before, Mr. Sal, in the past. I'm not quite sure. Maybe I have on the podcast or not. But have you seen Ambulance? Do you make an assumption in your head of where it's going? And if so, where? I mean, have you seen Ambulance the... with the lights on? No. I don't really? make an assumption about where it's going. Really, I, see, no. some people like when I look at an ambulance, I see the lights on. In my head, I just think it's going. It's got a person in there, and it's going to the hospital. That's just my oh. thought in my head. Oh, okay, yes, the, uh, I I see what you're saying. So, is it going to pick somebody up or going to bring somebody? To yes. The hospital? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not uh, that's not fair for me to answer that because I live in a city with a hospital. So, if it's headed toward the hospital, then yes. I assume see, it's I don't even think about that part of it, though. I don't even think that far into it. I just see the ambulance go, must be going to a hospital. No, no. I, I, you know I, what, though? The more I think about it, surely they might turn their lights off. Like, now they've got the person, and they probably don't want to be going too quick with the person in the back. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're probably going I, to pick them up, most likely. Huh. Well, that's perspective for you. But, yeah. There you when go. I see a single tier, I don't think about whether there's other tiers to follow. 
There isn't. That's a whole, that's my assumption. <laughs> the same way I, I assume an ambulance is going to the hospital. Right. I assume if there's just one tier, that's the only tier there is. And that's wow. all I saw. That's all they. No one cries if I'm not looking. That's what I should say. It's <laughs> 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 okay. like a child's no object permanence. <laughs> I don't see oh. it. They're not crying. All right. All right well, so anyway, today, yes. today is Mabel's 30th birthday. And there's no other way she'd rather spend it. Howard comes in with the solved shredded paper. And it's hysterical. I mean, he's blurry he, vision. He, he's handing it to Oliver, who's on his other side. He's running into the wall. He can't read it, even though he put it together. It's really funny. Anyway, um, it is Maxine's review. And you must have been salivating here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you must have been so excited. Maxine's review. Someone got a hold of it and shredded it. Charles offers Oliver some Norwegian red herring from his refrigerator. And they sing happy birthday to Mabel, and Oliver dives into that dip in the most sexualized way possible. (laughs) This gives Mabel an idea. It was a cookie in Ben's dressing room. They watch as he, well, they, I guess, imagine him just devouring it again, very sexually. (laughs) <laughs> and then they uh, then he feels this immediate guilt of having just eaten it calling himself an effing pig and writing it on the mirror and honestly paul rudd was amazing in this scene this this is on job. my short mm-hmm. this is on my short list for favorite scenes actually because it, even though this is everything that i expected to see i didn't expect to see it this, this delivery oh yeah, yeah th- this is amazing <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly good job to paul rudd so anyway they finally piece it all together. Donna sent the cookie. She saw the review, even quoted it at Sits Probe, which I guess that's pretty damning that this is actually, this is, a, this is the real thing. This was Donna did get the review. Donna did shred it. Donna did poison Ben. I think that, that, that this is the, the big piece of evidence. She quoted it. She said that Ben was as, as wooden as the lighthouse they built. Yeah. Right. She shredded the review and tried to eliminate the weakest link by sprinkling rat poison on the cookie. And she would leave that in Ben's dressing room and drive him toward it. And they, they assume that she's doing this because she's trying to protect her son's investment. Because if this is his first production and, it's, and it flops, it could be his last. So uh, they think that they have their killer. But they'll never get to Loretta's arraignment in time. They don't even have a ladder or tears left. But no one stops a bride, and they have a wedding dress. As if it takes her like a few minutes to. I feel like that must take a long time to dress into. Especially if they both change into tuxedos, but whatever. Listen, I can't imagine getting anywhere from anywhere in New York City to anywhere in New York City in 20 minutes. We did. I know. We did. <laughs> we, did. we got to, to go to Arconia. Yeah. The listeners don't know this, but Mr. Sal got hit by a train for us to get to Arconia. <laughs> that's train. a real that's, big, that's a uh, very hyperbolic. hyperbolic statement. Oh, yeah, it is. But technically, I think accurate. I got hit by a train door. It closed on my shoulder. <laughs> we so. ran. I, I made a mistake. Okay. We went, were going downtown. We had to go uptown. So we got we got off quick. I ran. <laughs> got onto the next train going uptown. Mr. Sal didn't believe in me, so he did not run that first. But then he realized he was going to miss the train and had to run. <laughs> and I barely made it, but I did get clipped on the shoulder by the door. I was not going to hold the door for you. If you no, didn't make I it, you were, yeah, I got on and I, I would have waved goodbye and gone uh, see the Arconia without you. But you are correct, though. We made it from some like hot to the Arconia in, a, in less than 20 minutes. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. We went, yeah, so, and then we went uptown, then we had to, because we, we were on a time crunch. We had to go up, see it, come back down, then we had another thing going on. So that's, that's right. Oh, boy. All right. Well, anyway, uh, nobody stops a bride. They have a bride's dress. And off they go, which this was a big question that most of that many people had was why is Mabel wearing a wedding dress? Because that's in the trailer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's this is why I don't like trailers. <laughs> yeah. And everybody for all season was like, why is Mabel wearing a wedding dress? What is this all about? But this is why. Anyway, well, they get to great. the courtroom and Mabel and the fathers of the bride, which I don't know if you know this or not, but Steve Martin and Martin Short are both in the movie Father of the Bride. 
No, I did not know that. <laughs> so, so Steve Martin plays the actual father of the bride in that movie. Martin Short plays the wedding planner, and so when, when the way this delivery goes is, "What are you, her dad's?" And they say, Steve Martin says, "Yeah, we're the fathers of the bride." <laughs> and Martin Short says, "Oh, that's fun." So it is. It was a very meta thing. This is like the second or third time this season where Steve Martin has made a reference to one of his other movies or TV shows. It's really, really great. I love it. Anyway, they they do bust in and Oliver tells Loretta not to confess because they know who did it. For one problem, Donna is right there. Yeah, That's Oliver's the end of the ending line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's great oh man all right so very good very good stuff very good stuff could be even better stuff depending on how the last episode goes but we'll have to wait and see the last episode's called opening night so i'm guessing that loretta is getting out if they have an opening night so but right now we have we we got a lot of waiting to do before opening night but that's okay because during waiting time passes and what time is it, Kurt? All wise TV time, of course, Mr. Sal. Yes, it is. Ain't no time like a TV time. I think the people of TV time gave it a five. As I also think the people gave it a five, and they did. 85%. Wow. Okay. All okay. right. So now, the favorite character. For you, I'm going to be very bold here. I'm not going to be able for the people. I, I, I think the people said Mabel. But for you, I'm going to be very bold and say that you said Mabel. I think you said... Hmm. I think you said Ben, and I think the people said... You said Mabel. I'm, ah, I'll, be kind of, I'll, say, I'll say the people said Ben as well. Okay. So you they did get Paul me Rudd. right. They I did Paul say Rudd. Ben. I said Ben. I... Okay did say that i love this about this episode i love that we get to to see of course you said ben a softer side of him that, that we've he's humanized again i i love it i and i thought paul rudd just knocked it out of the park loved it loved him so yes i said ben you are wrong about the people the people said mabel by a landslide 82 <laughs> percent. never down <laughs> landslide the only person who she's untouchable except for by Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep can beat her. I, I picked Ben as well. <laughs> did you? Okay. I did. That's good. I'm glad you did because... You know, it's partly because, you know, I've missed Ben. We haven't seen as much of him. And I love what it does for his character. I mean, it, it humanizes him and we see... I say we see his perspective on things, but we see their thought on his perspective on things. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get into the weeds on it. Seeing his portrayal in the episode was really cool. And it yeah, absolutely. Bad for him. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. But I will say this, though. If Trixie had been a votable character, she would have gotten my votes. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, well, she wasn't votable. No. Uh, oh, well. All right, Kurt. I guess, I guess we got to check out the incident report then. Oh, I'm excited for this, Mr. Sal. This is where we <laughs> plant our final flag. The final flag. Oh, God. This is what uh, we'll be most remembered by. Oh, not all that other stuff we did. If you can guess it here, <laughs> right here, right now, you knew it all along. That's oh, what I say. Oh, my God. How oh, this horrible. That's horrible. So much pressure. Um, <laughs> I also don't know if I want to go through and list every bit of evidence that we got in this episode. No, because no, we don't there's have so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we saw a but, repeat stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. And you just highlight some. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the... I'm I'm kind of on board. I've, I've been on board the whole season. That the, the it was cookies that poisoned Ben. It was Donna that poisoned the cookies. I think it's correct that Donna shredded the review. Do you agree that Donna shredded the review? Yeah, think I think that, it makes okay. sense. I think All that right. all makes sense. And I do think that Donna was the poisoner. So I I think that they have that much right here. Mm-hmm. I do not think she was the pusher though. And I agree. Okay. So, my number one, I don't think this person has made an appearance on my list since maybe episode one, possibly. Uh-huh. In fact, I'll, I'll go back and look, but 
yeah, okay. He was on my list in episode one. Ah, I know who it is. <laughs> he was number three in episode one. I am putting as my number one suspect for doing the pushing, Cliff. Oh, okay. Yep. Cliff okay. is my pusher. So do you have a, so what's some of your the, uh, rationale? So my that? reasoning here is, so d- they've leaned so heavily into the idea uh, or the, the theme of the producers in this mm-hmm. season that I think that they both need to be involved somehow. Uh, I'm, and I'm not, there's no chance I'm picking a woman as the pusher. <laughs> they've, they've got a female killer in season one, a female killer in season two, and now a female poisoner in season three who, who, probably isn't the actual killer so uh, there's no chance of picking a woman it's got to be a guy uh i've never off... never break streaks mr sal i'm never off... bet against the streak <laughs> yeah okay that, that's that expression seems to vary from week to week depending on your mood <laughs> <laughs> and whatever's more convenient uh, yeah but i uh i don't think so i don't think it's a woman i i'm off the dicky train here because a little late he's, but okay he's got photographic evidence <laughs> that he wasn't there he was in fact wearing the cobra suit that was a really funny photo as over (laughs) the cobra a dog peed on me i hope it was a dog (laughs) (laughs) all right uh so i'm off dickie's uh bandwagon and i'm saying so the reason i'm saying cliff too uh i'm thinking that just as just as donna will do anything to protect her son her son will do anything he has to to protect his mother and uh he i guessing he does not want ben telling anybody that there was a cookie in his dressing room so okay, okay. uh i'll hit you with my number one tobert is my yeah. number one all right yeah. mm-hmm. part of a relationship with someone uh we haven't seen a lot of him which yeah, would be a big bothersome to me if we don't <laughs> see him in the final episode. And if we do, he better have a big role in it. And I think he uh-huh. be part of the killing. Uh, yep. There's motive behind it. He got fired. Perhaps yep. he realized he doesn't want Ben around or maybe the fact he's, yeah, maybe he realized he could get rich off of his death in some way, mm-hmm. uh, marketing it, or he was angered by I, There's a lot of different ways the motive can go right, as to why yep. he would want to push it. But there is, I think, a few motives as to why uh Talbert would have wanted to push him. And it's also kind of the meta reason of he hasn't been around. They introduced this character yeah. and now he's just been gone filming for what the rest of the season. Two episodes. I know two episodes <laughs> now. Because he was a big deal for the time that he was there. He was. was. Yeah. So he, I, here's a so here's another I'll tell you Talbert is my number two. Mm-hmm. Uh although I'm I'm really considering bumping him up to number one because I just had a thought that makes me think oh yeah it's definitely topper <laughs> so uh mabel said in sits probe criminals often insert themselves into the investigation mm-hmm. and he certainly has done that that's why i toppered last week too yeah not a bad not a bad shout i i might have to reconsider and move Tobert up to number Tobert, one not always but yeah i think so i'm pretty sure maybe, maybe you took him off for one week but he's pretty much he's been on my he's been either number, number one or number two on yeah. my list like the whole time i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah uh i i want to say the only thing keeping me from being all in on tobert all in great episode title by the way but uh all, the, the only, overdone. <laughs> now it's overdone <laughs> what i use it, it's overdone <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> a little too much. Sorry. What a jerk. Okay. Uh, the only the only reason I'm not fully on board with Tobert is because they have already had the romantic interest of one of the podcasters be the killer. That was season one, uh, and I don't know if they go back to that well. Yeah. So that's the only reason I have at number two. Uh, I, I, if I'm being honest, I really things line up better for picking Tobert. But, but, well, I'm, but the producers thing. I mean, I, I, and they also reference producers. That's what's insane to me. I know <laughs> that they actually so, referenced that. I know. So it, it's it's been there the whole season. But, I, but I, the it, reference works in with Donna doing the poisoning. That that covers the entire producers reference, really. In my well, head. except for the plural nature of the word producers. That was two of them. Yeah, but I mean, there's one I, doing it for the other. Yeah, I, I I don't know, I I think I think that it's a pretty good 
there's there's some pretty good evidence that or not evidence i guess some pretty good reasoning that that cliff is the the primary here but i think you've got as at least as good an argument that tobert is so well Tobert's so that's why tobert and tobert's my number two so who's your number two i think you know mr sal i've been God, saying there since episode no, two come on you're not off maxine yet well, we gotta throw Maxine on the list, right? If it doesn't <laughs> sing, baby. And here, here's my rationale. I'm gonna say, here's the rationale. I'm gonna go with. Okay, she seems to be an Oliver Putnam fan. She talks about his old musicals to him, like ah, she, you know, uh-huh. when she was talking to him and about how she didn't like the original Death Rattle and how he used to be really great and how great his musicals were. I think, not that she fancies him, but she loves the work he can do. And she saw how bad Death Rattle was, and it angered her how huh. terrible Ben was in it. Right? He was wooden as a lighthouse. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's, he's the weak link. Yep. So he, she finished. So when she saw that he died, maybe she got excited. Oh, this play, we can truly see the art of Oliver Putnam. But then he came back to life, and then she went to the Arconi <laughs> to push him down and elevate his shaft. Oh, chef. man. That's well, that's the rationale I'm using behind it. It's also some meta stuff. I I, I just think they, they they show her reaction to stuff. I don't know why Maxine keeps. Co- well, I guess she keeps coming up to show the review for yeah. Donna poisoning. Yeah, that certainly can be the case. But you know what? I've been saying it, and uh, this is your time to plant flags to be remembered by for <laughs> generations. So Maxine, yeah. well, that's some pretty good fanfic, Kurt. I, I, I... I'm not for sure. generations, you don't think I'll be no. remember? You don't think your kids, kids, kids <laughs> no, no. remember me? No. This? No. no, I'm talking about your your the yarn you spun about Maxine and why she wants <laughs> to kill Ben. Oh, That's I a... don't like that wording of it. Yarn I spun, <laughs> yarn yeah. I spun. I, I yeah, think I'm it's stick more with it. The uh, the story laid out in front of me. Listen, mm. the trio were able to do it for like the world's biggest scene. Why can't I do it here? That's the way <laughs> okay. I see it. So yeah, my enough. number two, Maxine. All right. Plus, you don't bet against streaks ever. I don't get how that applies here. (laughs) Women killers. Oh, women killers. Even Donna tried killing. No, she did try. She did not succeed. Okay. Uh, And my number three, going with accident. Now I have um, I have one that's similar to accident, (laughs) but not quite. Suicide. Suicide. Interesting. I'm gonna go with suicide. Because the rationale of that is we see how down he is on himself, right? He even writes that word on the mirror. Yep. And after dying and coming back, I think he'll see how people felt when he was dead, or he will see things that mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, push him, figuratively mm-hmm. speaking. Uh, so I, it's my third pick. Obviously, I don't think it's the most likely one. I, I think it's more likely that someone else got him, but I don't think yeah. I don't think it's ruled out, especially the way they've kind of angled it. It might be a little too dark for the series, but I, I think they could pull it off. So. So, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you only have one person, one suspect on your your <laughs> list of the top three list. <laughs> well, you have you well, you have two. I mean, you I said two. accident. Yeah. Nah, I. I <laughs> I think it's more likely he did it to himself than a, an accident now okay. at this point. I still think there's a chance that Tavert saw what happened. And I think that I, I, yeah, I could see Tavert just being involved in some way, but not actually the one that yeah. pushed him. Like yeah. I, I could see a love thing similar to last season between Maxine and Tavert. Oh my God, stop. Point. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so ridiculous. Just wait till I'm right, Mr. Sal. This is all. This is all on recording. This is all on recording. Uh, the, receipts, is. the receipts are being printed. <laughs> they sure and shredded at the same time. <laughs> no, 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 not shredded, not shredded. <laughs> all right. But well, I'm really, I'm really excited to see this final episode. I, listen, we we kept kind of railing on the season of ah, oh, so obviously Dicky, blah blah blah. Right. So credit, kudos to them. I don't, I don't know if I ever thought it was obvious. I remember specifically saying. Like I feel like we I have a lot of this figured out, but I really don't know. We who both equally him. were confident it was Dicky this no. entire time. No, we we would have bet a lot of money on. We would have bet the whole house. <laughs> Ridiculous. So good on them. Good on them for tricking us. But let's see if they did it in a fair way, right? Yeah. Donna better be the poisoner. Is what I'm saying. If Donna isn't, they better have good yeah. rationale as to who is the poisoner. Yeah. I, Without it just that, being like a like a, oh it was. Yeah, it was Williams because 
Yeah, right. Because <laughs> she's such a big theater fan, and 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 Ben sucks so bad. Yeah, and Ben's. Oh, oh. The other reason I was going to say Maxine is she's she's in the world of reviewing, you know, plays and whatnot. And Ben, this is his first time doing a play. That's why he has a documentary and Tauber watching him. So I think also Maxine hates the fact he's sullying the art that she's spent her life curating and reviewing and stuff. I think so your memory holds. Down and over. <laughs> I think your memory hole on some stuff. She I'm, said to Oliver, she's like, it was my most vitriolic writing. Now, unfortunately, it will never see the light of day now. She was sad about it. Well, I think she's just, I, I think she's putting on a show. Okay. Well, we'll we will find out. We will find out not we, in, in pretty short order here. So now, yeah, give it, give it a week. Give it a week. We'll see. Yeah, we will give it a week. Well, I mean, you're going to, you're going to watch the episode in less than a week, folks, because the episode drops on Tuesday. Now we'll be back with our coverage on Friday. And it'll be exciting. It'll be our coverage of the finale, which is, again, titled Opening Night. While you wait for it to drop, go ahead and check out our other stuff. Kurt already mentioned we have shrinking going on right now. I already talked about The Last of Us during this podcast. We've talked about Ozark. That's the one. There you go. Go watch Ozark. Watch season two of Ozark. So that Well, watch season one first, I guess. Otherwise, you'll be very confused. <laughs> So that you can see Sue and just love her as much as we love her. So, and now, by the way, writer's strike apparently settled. Shows could be coming back soon. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll probably have a perhaps a drought. I don't know. We'll time will tell. So, so uh, I will. I just want to mention a couple of our series because there were there were two of our series that were in production. There, I mean, they were filming. They had episodes in in the bag. And then the writer strike happened, and they had to stop. And the actor strike as well. So yeah, I don't, I don't think the actor strike is settled yet. Uh, it is not. But, yeah, but so as soon as that happens, I and I would expect that that'll be pretty soon since the writers settled. But Outer Range and the Old Man were in the middle of filming when these strikes started, so they could be back to filming very soon and pushed out. I don't know. I'd say probably early late. next year, early 2024. Do you think early? I would just say late 2024. Nah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think they're that far off. Outer Range especially, I think, was pretty close to being done. Oh. And The Old Man, I think, was on. It was like four episodes in. Well, time will tell then, Mr. Sal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff for you folks to do to keep you busy while you wait for opening night. In the meantime... Email us, showhopperspodcast.gmail.com. Five-star rating and reviews are very much appreciated. Uh, spread the news. Tell people about us. We would appreciate that as well. We'll see you next week. Kurt, I will expect that $32 you owe me for the shared subscription. Shoe hammer some showhoppers into your day.